स्पॉट बुक्स विदानीता एस छे असमी नॉट द एंड क्रॉनिकल्स चैप्टर 59 नेक्स्ट मॉर्निंग आई वाज क्लूलेस एज टू हाउ टू रिएक्ट व्हेन द ड्राइवर गॉट आउट ऑफ द कार टू मीट अनंत आउटसाइड हिज बिल्डिंग ही सेड Jayan sir needed me to go with Preeti madam. He told me to give the keys to you. When Anant took the driver's seat as soon as he had the keys dropped in his hands, I wondered why bhai did not tell me about this, not wanting me to change my plans perhaps. He was right though. I would have preferred a cab instead of an obligation being so awkwardly fulfilled by Anant. He kept studying my face searching for traces of anger from the other night. but surely i had managed to conceal it well he started the car abruptly turning his gaze ahead on the road suddenly realizing i should be taking the front seat if anand was to take me to pune stop i cried hurrying out of the car to move ahead i flung the door open and stepped out and at a similar speed he too jumped out of the car bhai called up late in the night to request me to take you to pune if you don't want me to Ignoring his tact and always playing safe, I just flung open the front door and dumped myself on the seat. He took his seat just as quickly and quietly started to drive without attempting to complete his baseless sentence. Did I even have an option here? Even if I didn't want him to take me to Pune, I couldn't tell bhai why. Taking deep breaths, I tried to release the tension with the air in my lungs. I consciously tried to leave the whole situation with Anand behind me as only that was the way to move on in life. Disbelief followed by anger took turns as they marched across my mind. His emotions seemed more in check than before. The air was heavy with what neither of us was willing to voice. It was 6:15 a.m. when we left. Till close to 8 a.m. we did not speak at all. <clears throat> What time is the interview? He asked. I looked at him sharply, not liking the fact that he knew I was going for an interview. 11 a.m. I replied. Where? He asked cautiously, trying not to sound probing. Hinjiwadi IT Park. I told him and forwarded the message that had the address. You tell me when and where to stop for breakfast. He said politely, trying to make small talks. I did not even answer. I noticed from the corner of my eyes how muttering to himself he shook his head. I wanted him to shed his mask of politeness and get annoyed with me so I would clearly remember him for what he really stood for. A lesson I needed to learn how never to ever trust his caring facade. Close to 9 a.m. he asked sweetly, "Shall we have our breakfast here? Bhai prefers this place when we leave early for the farmhouse." No reply from my side should get some irritated comment I expected but was shocked when in a pleading tone he just said I am hungry hmm I said not clarifying whether it was an acknowledgement of his statement or it meant an approval to have breakfast there he stopped and we had a quiet breakfast clearly i had worn him out not only by displaying a sullen attitude but also by royally ignoring him Though it was making me feel rotten to treat him thus, but I was not ready to feel any emotion in this interview-ready mode. 
Just if my heart would obey my wishes to not feel emotions, I could have had a relaxed moment. But no, it did its own thing. It brought back all the memories with Anand of the last whole year. There was none where he had shown any kind of disrespect to me. I recalled, he had always maintained distance in office while working on a common laptop. Always shown chivalrous conduct, gentlemanly composure. I remembered our walk in the passage when Prince was not well, so eager and ready to help, but not overbearing at all. Or when, on Lovely's insistence for a story, he had to wait in my room, and it was late. I clearly remember he never raised his eyes to embarrass me when I bumped into him while checking if everyone had gone back to their rooms. For a moment, when I picked up my gaze from the glass of water that I was about to drink, I thought I saw a flash of genuine helplessness on his face. I had to wonder if I was judging him cruelly. Just then, my phone rang. and as if the universe was helping me from falling for his hypocrisy the call happened to be from didi i did not tell her about anand's driving me to pune as of now i did not want any lecture from her he focused on his food but the glare he shot me across the table told me that the topic was far from forgotten his expressions flickered with emotions i couldn't read we reached the hinjiwadi it park much before time With good amount of warmth and as a formality, he wished me luck. A dry, thanks, was all I gave in return. Silent resistance is how I mostly rebelled. Something about his hypocrisy brought out the confrontational side of me that night. I could not be one person for his family and a totally different one for him. So, Pune was the right decision. I endorsed just before entering the IT park. Also the problem with staying with his family as I already experienced was getting attached to them one tends to expect things from attachment and who else but I should learn how dangerous and destructive that can be Asmi not the end chronicles by Anita SJ to be continued